0: Hello, you legendary people. Welcome to or welcome back to Lauren's Legends. Today we are covering a dark case of a ship adrift at sea. And when others board the deck, the entire crew is found deceased in a very mysterious way. So sit back, relax and enjoy. In 1947, the world had just recovered from one war and they were facing down another one. During this time, Southeast Asia was recently liberated from the Japanese, and there was rising tension from all of the Navy forces around the world. Dutch ships were among the most common as a small European power sought to restore its massive colonial interest in what is now known as Indonesia. Which is why when a U.S. naval ship received a distress signal from a Dutch steamboat, the American crew could not have been more shocked at the grotesque events that were to come. This creepy story has circulated all around the world. An entire crew found mysteriously dead only for the boat to then explode. Even though there are several witnesses and all the reports seem to add up, There strangely are no official records. Did it truly exist? Or were more powerful people trying to cover it up? There are several different versions of this urban legend, but here are the parts that have stayed consistent through all the reports. This gruesome story came out in a 1952 edition of the US Journal Proceedings of the Merchant Marine Council, which is a very reputable source, and it stated that the ship had been traveling through the Strait of Malacca, which was the main um, trading route in that area. This article was talking to a captain and the captain stated, we were about 200 miles south of the Solomon Islands when we intercepted the following signal in Morse code. SOS from Ourang Madan. We float all officers, including the captain dead, dead in chart room and on the bridge, probably whole crew dead. And then there were some weird symbols that came in that were not able to be read. The captain then stated that he immediately relayed the message to everyone that he could. Medical statements and Rome and Germany and France all replied. The crews of these boats were trying to assemble and start triangulating where this signal had come to head that direction and try to help this ship. And then one last message came in. It said, I die. And then nothing more. The crews were trying to send signals back with Morse code and nothing was ever replied to after that message. This same officer then stated that after 16 hours we sighted a big metal ship on the horizon, but the ship flew no flag and was listing slightly to the starboard, just floating off. And the propeller was motionless. Now for me, I had to look at what all that meant. I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory, but for people who are not Maritimers, that means that everything in the boat is just turned off. And that is a very eerie sight to come up up, on the water. And for the crewmen that were on the ship going towards it, they knew that this was a very ominous sight. If people had just been putting out distress signals, you would think that you would see people running around on deck frantically trying to wave you down to get you to come in. But there was no one moving. The boat that was coming up on the Orang Madan was an American vessel called Silver Star. One of Silver Star's crewmen attempted to arouse someone on the deck by yelling out of someone like a loudspeaker trying to get noise to them and have some kind of response back before they stepped on board. They were met with dead silence. The silver star set out and as they got close they were able to climb aboard the ship. And that group of men found a horrible sight. On the SS Uring Madan there was over 40 crewmen and they were all deceased. There wasn't a living person or creature that were left aboard. There were dead men everywhere. Bodies were strewn around the decks in the passageway and in the chart house and on the bridge everywhere on the ship. Not only were they dead, they were sprawled on their backs. Their frozen faces were turned upwards towards the sun with their mouths gaping open and their eyes wide open. And they all had the look of terror on their face. The men that were witnessing it said that they looked like horrible characters. They said that their teeth were bared, like they were in fear or snarling at something trying to come at them. Even the crew's dog was in the same position and unfortunately had the same fate and his teeth were snarling too. But oddly out of every single one of these bodies, not one of them showed any signs of injuries. When the crew were going through and looking through everything, then they went in the chart room and in the chart room was where they were able to send out the Morse code signal. And the man that had sent that last message, I die, his finger was still on the button. And another one of the parts that's super creepy about all this is the bodies were decaying at an extremely fast rate. And they said that in the boiler room, the boiler was still running, but it was almost cold in there. And that room is normally over a hundred degrees from the heat of the boiler. The captain was terrified and they were seeing that there was smoke coming from somewhere lower in there. And on the water, one of your biggest enemies that you could possibly have in a boat is a fire. So the captain had his crew go up to the top and they were tying the ship to the Silver Star because they were going to tow it back into port. But then the smoke became greater. As soon as the Silver Star crew saw how big it was getting, they immediately cut the lines. The rescuers were able to make it onto the Silver Star. As soon as the last person of that crew's foot touched that boat, the oorang Madan exploded. The explosion was so devastating it was said that the boat actually lifted out of the water before it sunk down into the ocean, never to be seen again. There has never been any evidence of this wreck found, but it has never been searched for either. So what killed the whole entire crew of a ship that never technically existed? Well, approximately 10 days after, after the boat exploded, taking all of its evidence with it, a lifeboat with six corpses and one survivor washed up on the Marshall islands. The second officer named Jerry rabbit, and he proceeded to tell a tale of conspiracy, horror, and betrayal. Jerry had stated that he joined the Uring Madan when it was in port in Shanghai. He claimed that he knew and had seen them boarding 15,000 crates of unknown cargo and that the vessel was actually setting out for Costa Rica. Jerry said it was only then that he realized that this was a smuggling operation. When Jerry heard his fellow crewmen starting to complain about stomach aches and pains, he grew suspicious. Then when a crew member died and he could see that others were getting terribly ill, he had to investigate what was on this ship. He peeked in the vessel's logbook and found out that the ship was carrying all kinds of very toxic and illegal chemicals from China. He said that the logbook said that they were carrying sulfuric acid, potassium cyanide, and nitroglycerin, which, with all those combines, that's what you make explosives with. And remember, we were in between the two world wars. This is not a time that you are supposed to be carrying around things to make explosives with. Then, as more men continue dropping dead, Jerry and the other six of the crewmen snuck away and they got on a lifeboat. His crewmates then also began dropping dead all around him until he was the last one alive. Jerry also soon passed away after reporting his experience. So why so many reports, but no records? It's said that the ship's registry was never found because the ship was actually registered in Sumatra. The ship's name, Uring Madan, is said to translate into man from Madan. Madan is the largest Sumatran island. According to reports, a German researcher named Theodor Seistofer once found a 1953 publication entitled The Death Ship in the South Seas that showed evidence about the incident. The book offered that the Uring Madan was carrying these explosives And when the crew from the silver star had gotten on there, the movement and everything had set off the original fire that led to it blowing up and those things could be poisonous. So there is truth to that could be what had caused the explosion. And with the ship sinking directly after the world war, the secrecy around this vessel does make very good sense news getting out that those materials were being shipped would cause complete panic and fear. So there are a lot of theories in this story. And one of the main theories is carbon monoxide poisoning. People believe that there could be a boiler malfunction causing a carbon monoxide leak. And this could have silently killed the crew. And the Silver Star crew were not on the ship long enough and exposed to it long enough, or that to have affected them, they also wouldn't have been able to detect it because that is odorless. This theory is very quickly disproven. If there were a carbon monoxide leak, it would not have affected the people on the deck. You have to be in an enclosed place where you're not getting any fresh air and the people that were outside were getting plenty of fresh air. Another theory is pirates Obviously that does not add up to me. There were no injuries on any of the bodies that were seen. Another big theory is a supernatural theory. The rescuers from the silver star did report that when they went in the boiler room, they had this really eerie feeling. I mean, you're walking on a ship that has full of dead people. Of course you're going to have an eerie feeling, but when they go into the boiler room, they said that it felt like it was 40 degrees Fahrenheit in there which is unheard of when the boiler is still running. Those crew members actually believed that when they felt that cold area, it was the spirits of the men of the SS Madan that were still aboard the ship. The most plausible theory to me is that Jerry Rabbit was telling the truth and that there were very harmful chemicals on board. And there is scientific backing on this. It is very possible that these chemicals leaked into the ship's cargo hold. This alone could have caused the crew to start having horrible hallucinations, terrified and not knowing that their bodies were slowly being poisoned and not knowing why everyone was dropping dead around them. So that follows the question up. How did the crew from the Silver Star come onto the deck and they were not harmed? Well, An interesting thing I came across when I was researching their contorted bodies. Okay, please don't look at my search history because there is some weird stuff after trying to find as much information as I can on these videos, but I did find something very interesting. While the cyanide wouldn't have caused the painful and grotesque deaths, the sarin is very different. It actually blocks the neurotransmitters in the brain that tells the muscles how to relax. That could very well explain the contorted positions of the crew and the crew were said to kind of have their arms out as if they were still trying to fight something and the rigor mortis had set in. They already had rigor mortis when the other crew got on the ship. I keep bringing it back to that because the last message that was sent of the eye die was only several hours before they got on this. And rigor mortis does not set in that quickly. So back to this chemical, this chemical also does not have an odor and they would not have noticed a leak. And it could have been going on for some time that they were getting these chemicals in their system. Sarin can also evaporate into gas and spread very quickly. By the time the Silver Star crew arrived, the gas would have been evaporated which could be why they weren't affected by it. And if my theory is true, it could very well explain why there aren't records of this mission. And there's no records of the Ourang Madan. It would also explain why it looked like they were smuggling goods. And it would also explain why the ship was so far off a normal Dutch route, because obviously the governments would not have want any of this information getting out. So to hide and stop from having foreign outrage, it is very possible that the details of the SS Uring Madong are so hard to find because someone somewhere out there does not want you to be able to. So what do you think? Do you think that this is a completely made up story? And there is no truth to it, even though these tales now go back 70 years, just about, uh, and they are published in very reputable uh, newspapers and uh, reports and things like that. Um, What do you think about this story? And do you think my theory is right that that is probably the most plausible explanation of what could have killed 40 people on a ship? That is uh, crazy when you really think about it, and that would be horrific to have been there when that was happening. So please let me know your thoughts in the comment section down below. Please do not forget to like, comment, and subscribe. It really helps me out. I appreciate you for watching. Have a wonderful day, and I will see you next time.